Let me share all from this you person that ever like, tagged me. I had plan. I don't know. Right. Plan on it. Edmund! <laughs> I thought you were right. Minus five, four, three, two, one. Things are going on. Well, Kyle's in the closet. He's our producer. He's here. We're not going to make the closet I mean, joke. It, seems, it seems like we're seeing some of that stuff going on there, but probably not. We also have a live studio audience. Woo! Austin. There's hundreds there's of people so here. so many right people here. From Nailing Keys, but, serial entrepreneur, yeah. Dallas-Fort Worth, um, real estate baron. Texas. If you're looking for world. a house to sell... Or to rent. Or buy. We or need to start buy, a timer Allie. this time. But, um, or buy. Welcome back to the show. Um, we, are, we are just deep into COVID territory right now. Mm-hmm. Texas is... Where? Uh, it does, but we'll worry about that later. Ne- next time we'll do that. <laughs> next time we'll do that. Next time. Also, if the battery goes out on the main camera here, we know how to switch that out. Um, so we got a really exciting show, but first of all, we um, have a very exciting show. Do we? You said it first. So, uh, but first of all, we just got to clear the air here. Um, Ali, I just wanted to say, oh, good. So we are all in a group. Oh, this we're thing. all in a group okay. text yeah. and Johnny, you're going to have to do, do good mic technique. I'm ready. There you go. Um, <laughs> so Ali, as you know, we're all in a group text mm-hmm. and, Sometimes we have fun and she's already done. Okay. And here's, it. here's what's difficult about my life. Okay. <laughs> all of our yes. lives. We all work for uh-huh. churches mm-hmm. and we all are just passionately trying to follow the Lord. And, but uh-huh. sometimes we got to like blow off a little steam. We kind of cut up a little bit uh-huh. and I'm not going to blame you for this. I'm going to take full responsibility you for sh- what happened. Yeah, you should. Um, but I will say, I love making you guys laugh. Like I love making people <laughs> laugh. And so sometimes I kind of I kind of push the boundary a little bit. I'm going through our text to see what happened. Today. Don't don't yeah. I mean Oh, you missed it? No, I don't think I missed anything. No. So, I just wanted to say that I think I kind of crossed the line. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say publicly instead of privately because privately would be more uncomfortable. <laughs> but <clears throat> publicly, I want to just say that I'm sorry that I crossed mm-hmm. that line. Mm-hmm. And I know that you were kind of joking a little bit about, hey, you crossed the line, but also you're the type of person that's very, you're very permissive. It's really mm. hard for you to draw boundaries with people. Sure. Oh, well. And I don't want to be that type of friend. It, yeah. Oh, I see the line. Yeah. I see what we're talking about. So I, yeah. I just want to say I that. I'm really sorry that I said mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and autocorrect. I was lying that autocorrect made me say that. Yeah, I know. You knew. I knew. Nick immediately texted me privately and was like. I called BS on autocorrect. And I was like, <laughs> I thought, I thought it was clear that I was joking. That was clear that I was joking. He's like, nope, you're nope. BS. So, I just want to say I'm sorry, Allie, and, and it then, won't happen again. And then <laughs> this particular let's type share of, one of these okay. to solidify you're forgiven. Um, so I'm going to read the text. No, I'm going to read the text out loud. No, let's read it. What? I'm going to no. read it. No. 
You don't think I should? No. You Absolutely think, not. Is, would that be crossing another line? Read it in German. Line? Read yeah. it in German. That'd be crossing another line? I do not think that you should read it. Do you? Austin agrees. Okay. No. Right. <laughs> no, you should not read it. Okay. Oh, God well, wants to know. No. Okay. Let's just say, you know. Say Now vie. we know where the line is. Okay. How yeah. have you guys been? It's been so long since we've recorded podcasts. How have you guys been since we last recorded a podcast? Man. Still breathing. It's been ages. Allie and I are Instagram influencers now. Okay. Did you know that? We are health Instagram Wait, influencers. Yeah, no, we're, we're health Instagram. We are yeah. motivating people to say no to certain things and to get their butts in the gym. Yeah. We are doing LA that. LA Fitness has started paying us royalties, actually. Mm-hmm. We're it's, micro it's, influencers. It's, okay, so yeah. explain this. So, like, well. we're, we're trying to show people <laughs> that you don't need to choose <laughs> things like, like milkshakes or, um, like, chocolate-covered candies. Um, and you, say no. you can say no, and you go to the gym instead, and it you feel better about uh-huh. that. Right now, I'm doing crunches. Yeah, right now. Yeah, is that a crunch? Ew, you you're doing yeah. them right now. Don't do no, them now. No, just like a long time. Like the side, like the uh-huh. like the things. Yeah, so um, that's new. Yeah, but, um, okay, it's going really well. Yeah, but other, I mean, we're just cha- we're just in the business of changing lives. That's what we're doing. Okay, what are you doing? Uh, I have recently been in the business of. Our parish has been um, oh. releasing podcasts. <laughs> that's actually really good. <laughs> our, yeah. parish, our parish has been releasing video podcasts in the studio, and that's been really nice. We've been and they're re- so good. They're I've really a good. Of a couple of them. Yeah, the content's mediocre, but the no. quality is. So we've been doing it in this room with that setup, and um, our team has been doing like on Mondays. We'll just or not every Monday, but we'll we'll set aside a Monday and record like three in a row. Mm-hmm. So you have three weeks of podcasts, and then we've done that twice. So we had six like really quickly. So it's been really cool. Um, and we talked a little bit about this. Like when all this COVID stuff hit, parishes immediately were like, Johnny, you've been doing live streams for a long time. How do we do live streams? Mm-hmm. And how many, like, was it 50 people that contacted you? A hundred people that contact, like how, what Be was the volume of the requests number. for help about live streams? Uh, I mean, at least, at least one or two a day for a multiple while. months. Yeah. But the amount, I, I would say that there was probably... I mean, everybody like everybody that called. I'm sure you probably had the same thing. Like, they either wanted to know, like, a, like we don't have any money. How do we improve what we have? Yeah. Or B, what do we buy? And we'll buy it right now. Um, wow. And I would say that, like, I should have set up affiliate links or something oh, like yeah. that because totally I had ten parishes at least Holy cow. that spent like over a thousand dollars each wow. on equipment. Oh, I know of one parish that. At least dropped seven or eight grand. That would have been at um, least a twenty dollar Amazon gift card. At least twenty dollars <laughs> to Amazon, yeah. Which is Dang like it. you know a, a really small good. thing of diapers for yeah. us, but or so, one package of gluten free crackers. Mm. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't believe in feeding gluten free people, but so yeah, I, I it was interesting. <laughs> is that really that funny? I thought it was like a three. I'm nowhere. <laughs> I'm no three out of five or ten. I'm nowhere <laughs> near. I'm nowhere near as much of an influencer as you are, but. Um, We've we've released two weeks of the podcast already, yeah. the Parish Podcast, and already like I'm getting emails and mm-hmm. text messages and oh, stuff sure. of people like, "Hey, how are you doing this?" Um, so it's been interesting, and I want to talk about that a little bit because I was talking with uh, oh, shout out to Nick Frank, who's at an amazing parish, Nick Frank, somewhere in the Midwest. I think anything anything west of like New York and anything north of Mississippi, mm-hmm. I just call like 
Midwest area. Like, yeah. I it just all is Kansas City to me for yeah. some reason. I, I don't know geography well <laughs> that enough. That sounds right. It's all Kansas yeah, it's all, City. Like, it's just all. So, um, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I want to talk a little bit about that because we've kind of talked about it privately, but I think it's worth saying out loud just kind of the approach to creating content mm-hmm. as parishes. Right. And like, like best advice kind mm-hmm. of like, um, Nick Frank asked me, he said, if you were starting all over again, like what would, what advice would you give yourself if you were starting all over again as a parish minister, trying to create content like online mm-hmm. and create, you know, what, like, and buying equipment and looking into that kind of stuff. Like, what would you, what would you say? What would you say, Johnny? Um, I, I think my like first piece of advice would be something that I would like one year ago, Johnny would disagree with this. Um, and that's like if you have a desire to create content and you uh, and you truly believe like it's not like virtue signaling or, or anything that's like pointing back to you or your staff and it's like pointing towards the Lord and his church, then just start. Like don't um, – I was always super guilty and in a lot of ways I still am of wanting to have the five, ten-year plan and see like, okay, how how – how amazing and professional can we make this right yeah, now? Yeah. Where in reality, like some of my favorite podcasts are voice memos with AirPods. Really? Yeah. Wow. So like um, I, I mean I would say like if you have a desire to create content, I know something that like my team really thrives on is um, – and I know like you guys share this too is like being able to um, provide any content we make for free for – other parishes to use. Um, mm. Like one of the things that uh, made me like really pumped about all the work we did, uh, you know, a couple years ago, we built this cool live streaming setup for our, for our youth ministry. And it was and invested some money into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, it, like I said, I didn't listen to that advice. We, you can live stream from your cell phone, but we, we put some money into it. And the whole purpose was to invite the parents into the same experience. Yeah. Um, without infringing on like the social laws of teenagers also like <laughs> space requirements <laughs> but it was awesome and it, we saw like a lot of fruit from it but the the coolest thing that happened that year was like at the end after the last night that we had a parish i can't remember where um i got an email from this parish uh, and I guess a mom who's like the volunteer youth minister and she was like, we don't have anything. So we gather like 10 kids each week and we just watch y'all's what? live streams. Wow. And she was like, and we've been doing it for like six months. That's and, amazing. And I was super. That's your ministry. Well, I was super <gasps> humbled by that. No, it was the Lord's ministry, no, no, Allie. I mean, no, 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 The no. Lord. That's the ministry of like serving serve <laughs> parishes. That's what he does when he, he doesn't oh, want you to talk that's anymore. Yeah, well, no, 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 that's better. So, oh, thank you. So that was cool. But I guess to circle back to your original question, that would be my piece of advice is don't. Don't like, don't wait for that three to five year goal and don't wait for that investment. Like if you have content you believe in, mm-hmm. like start today because you're going to look back. You and I talked about this yesterday. You're going to, you're going to look back in a year and be like, man, I could have done a lot by now. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the, we spent, we spent six months like yeah. saving up for equipment, learning how to use it. Yeah. I wish I would have just set my phone on a tripod, tripod and started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always told people like. I, you know, people would pay a lot of money probably to watch if 
Mother Teresa had a really crappy early first generation iPhone oh my God. where she was mm-hmm. recording video of herself all my money. every single day for two minutes was just like, here's what I'm thinking about today. Mm-hmm. So the quality wouldn't matter at all. Yeah. Right. And so like the, the quality does matter, but it doesn't matter if it's between quality and not doing it. Mm-hmm. So like just do it. And then uh, in a recent podcast, Ali and I were talking about, I think it was you that said it's crazy how quickly when, once COVID hit, all these parishes went to like – yeah. They were all of a sudden caught up to all of these Protestant churches. With, but as far as tech, yeah, like a lot of parishes were all of a sudden live streaming. But we were talking about, and I want to talk about this with both of you again. Um, we were talking about how they were caught up. They were caught up tech wise, like they were making content, right? But then it becomes a question of what kind of content are you making? Like, what are you making? Mm-hmm. And if you're just doing what seems like Marion Webster's word of the day, where you turn on your phone and you just go, hi, today, incarnation, <laughs> it's a word yeah. that means, you know, and it's like, and that's flip, it. Flip, flip, yeah, yeah, it's like, catechism, exactly. <laughs> 16, yeah. It, and, and granted, like parishes and priests and, and ministers like should be teaching, mm-hmm. but man, like if you're trying to compete in terms of like making like a really engaging, yep. like catechetical content, you're never going to compete with what I always say. Like, we have drone footage of Father Dave Pavanka walking through a desert in the Wild Goose series on Formed. Mm-hmm. You're not going to compete with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to compete with Scott Hahn's video resource or Jeff Caven's journey through the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what you can, as a parish, compete with is the local nature of your parish. Like, you can mm-hmm. talk about your city. You can talk about right. your parishioners. You can right. talk about, like, what it's like to live in Dallas. Like, you can shout out parishioners and talk about your experience. Yeah. And that resonates, and that's something – Ascension Press can't compete with. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like you, you could be. I mean, and maybe priests or parish ministers are are really intelligent and know a lot about the faith. But if that's all you're doing mm-hmm. is is another of a thousand people explaining the Trinity, right. yeah, it's like right. you got to throw more in there. And I think that's where yeah. the importance of witness, like mm-hmm. your yeah. own personal witness, is important. And like, no saints the same. And we need to we need to really lean into that right now. Yeah. And not just be like, okay, well, we, we're going to get all the cameras, and then what do we do? Let's explain why the church is against abortion. It's like, okay, maybe, but like, who? Yeah, like you could get that from any anywhere. Right. Like, what? Like, who would tune in to listen to that? I know like, our parish. Um, they've they've been doing live streaming the masses, and that's the question that they're having right now. Is like, what's the vision for this? Because uh-huh. Father's ready to drop all this money, and. Words, but the vision has to be there of like, what's the point of this? Yeah. And like, why would they watch? Why do they want to watch our mass versus when they can't watch the Pope? Yeah, like, why can't they go to Vatican? They go Vatican? Yeah. So they what is to... it about? Like, we need some kind of vision of where is this yeah. meeting? Not just to have your but priest or whoever just think about it there. like from an outside perspective as a so like th- think about being a pastor who um, in no way was prepared for any of this and yeah. like had yeah. to step outside their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is the reason they're doing that, the reason that we have parishes calling us multiple times a day saying like, yeah, we'll drop 10 grand. We'll drop 20 grand. Like, you know, the reason is because they're losing their people Yeah. because now more than ever, it's easier to church hop. It's yeah. easier to, I, I can watch father Mike Schmitz in his house saying mass yeah. on mm-hmm. Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, here's kind of the, the point of that, like I talked to one friend who um, was telling me about his parish and uh, he was like, yeah, the live stream is pretty mediocre. And, and I was like, well, I mean, like connect me with someone. I'd be happy to to like give him some pointers. And he's like, I don't I don't see the point of having a high quality live stream of a disengaging mass. Oof. And I was yeah. like, whoa. 
That's good. Yeah, that, I mean, hey. that's the thing, though. Like, if you right. if you're not producing something that like you can't enjoy mm-hmm. with an iPhone, yeah, it's you're you're talking about a one percent difference from yeah. a really good looking stream yeah, yeah. to something that mm-hmm. just is great content. And it, there's been people in the past, like before someone like Casey Neistat was vlogging every single day. Yeah, it's like, well, who's gonna watch this stuff? But what was really captivating about that was it was just his experience. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to turn on the camera and here's my experience today. And he was really good at crafting a story arc and, yeah. and stuff. But, but I think, uh, yeah, I mean, thinking creatively about the mass and that's an opportunity that someone's tuning in live. So could you after mass do like five minutes with father or could mm-hmm. you before the mass, like have a parishioner get up and talk about the city and talk about, talk about the parish, talk about the community, talk about people that are doing awesome things in your parish mm, yeah. and, and not to like, um, not to take the mass hostage mm-hmm. to something like that, but, right. but really like if the homily is not the place where that's happening, there has mm-hmm. to be some type of connection because otherwise, yeah, like we'll just watch a live stream of a mass like in DC or the Vatican or, yeah. or somewhere else, right. Franciscan university. Mm-hmm. Like it was really cool to be like, wow, we're, it feels like we're back in college, mm-hmm. like to, to go to mass there and share that with our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if you're just doing the mass, like, uh, and it feels weird to say, I feel a little bad saying it, but I think it's a really key mm-hmm. um, key point. The other advice I gave, um, I gave as I was talking about this is like, well, one one thing that I was talking about with uh, Chris Wesley of Marathon Youth Ministry, he was saying, man, like, it just sucks like seeing so many ministers in the church who, you know, they acknowledge that we switched to an online format. And so they're just looking for like a silver bullet. So like, you know, just, just give me a, give me a like live stream package. Yeah. Give me a game to play. Give me a, give me a, give me an online program to use, you know? And we were talking about how, you know, especially with youth ministers, but any minister, you know, you're really, if you're just seen by your parish as a button pusher, if you're just seen as a person who facilitates like a formed small group, Mm -hmm. like anyone can do that. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it's really pushing us. You know, uh, in the Catholic youth, youth ministry podcast we do, uh, Nick and I talk a lot about how if you're called to youth ministry, you have to ask yourself, are you called to be a youth minister or a director of youth ministry? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a youth minister is someone who ministers to youth. That could be a mom. Mm-hmm. That could be a Catholic school teacher. That's really good. It could be a yeah. small group leader. Allie. If it could be Allie. I'm a youth minister. But I'm if, not a director. So like, <laughs> if you're called, like a but, but if you're called, if you're called to be a director of youth ministry, yeah. you're called to be more of a consultant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if a pair sees you as a consultant, then you're really valuable. Mm-hmm. And a consultant is someone who facilitates innovation among a group of people. A, a consultant is someone who like draws out the best cultural response for our given geographic location. Yeah. And can kind of contextualize all the different resources and say, no, this is the resource we need to use. Mm-hmm. Or what is it, Father, that your vision is and how do, we, how do we call forth other people into that vision? So we were talking a lot about ministers, youth ministers. I really think also just because I'm on a rant, I, I really think wow. before all this COVID stuff, I really felt like we went through a phase where a lot of pastors were seeing just from a financial perspective – that one of the best hires could be a youth minister because it's a shot of energy. Mm-hmm. Parents can get behind youth ministry. You can innovate a lot quicker in youth ministry. So I, I've heard pastors say, like, if you want to bring more tithing into your parish and revitalize your parish, hire a really dynamic young youth minister. Uh, I felt like as more and more parishes were getting like, you know, we're, we're really seeing kind of maximal, I think, life teen infiltration of a lot of parishes across the nation. It feels like... <laughs> It feels like the next the next two phases are going to be 
taking that model into adult ministry, mm-hmm. which we don't see as much of. We don't see as much of like that type of dynamic position in adult ministry. Yeah. The other thing is a full-time communications coordinator. Oh, yeah. Like think about the parish, like, Seriously. because in a lot of parishes, it's a youth minister who's doing some graphic design, mm-hmm. and, but then we have a few parishes. Or it's like the secretary. Like yeah. it's someone at the front who's will add this on. Right. right. Like what's the parish? David stuff. Calavita and Solano. Um, California. Saint. In California. Yeah. St. Solano or something Saint like that. Sol- I forget I what it's so, called. Yeah. that Francis Cabildo is at. That if I hire youth, then people will come and not recognizing like, 
what a ministry this is. Mm-hmm. People, especially right now during times when money is just crazy and parishes are really hurting for that. So they're like, why would I even think of that? But that's the other advice yeah. I gave was, um, and and I think I'm the same with you, Johnny. That I don't know that I would have agreed with this back in the day because. Uh-huh. Um, Cause yeah, like I think I just needed to put in the time to learn how to do all of this stuff. But I, I said the same thing kind of along the same lines of what you said, which is like, just set a time. If it's once a month, if it's half a day, once a month, if it's half a day, twice a month, mm-hmm. just set a time to make content, just set a time to, to either make videos mm-hmm. or make a podcast or whatever it is, just set aside the time. And that serves two purposes. One, it stops some of your staff members from spending two days straight doing it, Mm -hmm. but also there's going to come a time. So sometimes you're going to want to spend way too much time on it, but then sometimes there's going to be a week where you're going to go like, I don't have anything. Mm -hmm. And that really pushes you to go past just, here's a random fact from Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. It pushes you to go past that and just go, we just have to show up. Mm -hmm. We just have to show up and do it. Mm -hmm. And we're going to look back and and see that we did, we did episodes and and we built it up and, um, so that was the other advice I really gave. Yeah, and I, I think uh, the only thing I would add to that is I, I feel like um, everybody is so anxious to like, like just get somebody in front of the camera. Just get somebody in front of the camera. And like I I mean I think my retention rate, if I if I watch a video and I like can immediately tell like that person does not want to be there, mm. I mean I'm like <coughs> I'm I'm going to the next video. Mm-hmm. So before you I mean, I would say I, I agree with you, like start making content, but uh, like don't be afraid to have those tough conversations and say like, hey, maybe the secretary who doesn't like to be on camera <laughs> is not the best person <laughs> to pick her. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, like we're definitely guilty of that. Like we, we did a video last week where we had two volunteers and they, they did great, but they both walked in. They're like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> And I was like, like, great, let's not do it. Like, let's (laughs) let's have somebody else who likes being on camera. There are people who enjoy that. And so, so I would say like, if, if you have someone who's like, I don't want to do this, you know, I mean, you can discern if it's like a lovingly, no, 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 like, let's just try it. Mm -hmm. But also like, there's plenty of mediocre content out there Yeah, and we don't need, we don't need more, but in, but you know, as like a counterpoint though, like. There's mediocre. Don't you con- dare defy me. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would be way more okay with mediocre content that mm-hmm. is contextual to your local area. Totally. Like if you're totally. going to do a shout out to your city and and take questions from parishioners, and mm-hmm. I would much rather you be mediocre and and hyper local. Yeah. Than be like the best theologian in your diocese, mm-hmm. and that's all you do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like there's enough of that. Like yeah. you, how are you going to compete with some of these huge companies that are mm-hmm. that are putting out? How are you going to compete with Thomas Aquinas and someone just reading the book? I can't you know, compete like, with Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. Um, so can. yeah, but, but I do I'm agree. Kidding. But I do agree though. Like you do need to have some of those hard conversations and just say like one thing um, I find a lot with people that first start is they're so uh, – they're thinking in terms of writing instead mm-hmm. of in terms of talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, so they want to make yeah. sure like this is my five minutes on TV and I need to make sure every word I say is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I, I highly encourage people to do things just live with as little editing as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it shifts your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because when you're talking to someone, you're not going, what's up? Talk, talk, talk in your mic more. Hey. hey well, am I talking too far off? Yeah. Uh, okay. 
mic technique, guys. Gosh, mic man. When we're here we are talking about how to film yourself. <laughs> Gosh, mediocre content. <laughs> but I, I, do, I do think when when uh, when you're trying – when you sit in front of a camera and, and you're thinking in your head someone's going to make a bunch of edits. Yeah, right. You, you're editing yourself and you're mm-hmm. stopping and you're doing it again. And like, you're I'll do that again. That, I could do it better. But, when yeah. you're stand, but, but just ask yourself. If you're that type of person where you're like, oh, I'm not really good on camera, ask yourself. When you talk to a friend, mm-hmm. you have to go, wait, let me say that again. Yeah. Okay, so I – wait, let me start. You, like you don't because you're just yeah. in the moment. And if you right. mess up, you just go, wait, that's not what I meant. Yeah. And you yeah. just keep going. And so I really encourage people just hit record mm-hmm. and just go and you'll yeah. save so much time. You'll be so much more natural and people will love it. You and know? it's more genuine where I think if, if you do have this script, then you feel like you have to stick to that and it just feels like you're acting. And right. I hate that. Oh yeah. my gosh. I hate that. We did a video real, uh, yesterday just to send um like some of our mission outreach people on their uh, their council they went and took um took like cards and stuff like that to like nursing home residents and stuff like that and um they asked me to like make a video so they could send it to the residents who couldn't come out to get it and just say like you know it, it was it was sweet so i went and uh the person who coordinated it has done videos uh before and she gets super nervous and like mm-hmm. I'm holding up a script for her right above the camera <laughs> and like you can see her just reading. Yesterday I just – I turned on my camera, hit record, walked up to her and I was like, hey, tell me about what we're doing here. And she was like, hey, we're here at this nursing home and we're just giving these cards just to say we love you and that the Lord loves you. And, nice. and we're thinking, and I was like, that was where amazing. the heck did that come that from? Amazing. The cards, Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know her name? Amazing. Oh That's the thing is you just have to think <laughs> of – there's just one other person behind the camera and yeah. just talk to that person. Exactly. Uh, that's also, I've, uh, that's helped another tip, you know, for people since we're just dealing out tips is that can be really helpful too, is just hit record and let the camera <laughs> just, just deal out tips, tips on tips on tips. <laughs> another, another, uh, tip is, uh, just hit record and have someone just stand behind the camera and just keep trying to get them just not to look at the camera and just to look at you and Interview just go, style, yeah. and just go, why is this important? Mm-hmm. And then like interrupt them. We did this on a project recently where I kept interrupting them at, when they started getting more like curated mm-hmm. and I could tell that they're, they're talking to the camera. I would like interrupt with a different question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, why, why is this important? Why do you want to do this? Yeah. Well, was that easy? Was that hard? You know, and just kept going into it. And, yeah. and man, all of a sudden they're, they're the most natural person on camera ever because they're just yeah. talking to a person. Yeah. A tip that I learned was, uh, that has been super helpful. And I, I always tell like if I'm filming someone for the first time, it's one of the first things I tell them. Imagine and you with no pants. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's the second thing. <laughs> if this first thing doesn't work. I have a follow up to that. That we'll yeah. we'll hit stop and then I'll. Hit Imagine it. you're not wearing pants. <laughs> All right. I'm not wearing pants. Action. And then- <laughs> Before you talk, imagine yeah. yourself not wearing pants. No, okay, Pantless. go now. Go. Right. <laughs> no, the it's uh, the tip I always say is like. If I can pause this video at any point and your face doesn't look ridiculous, you're not being expressive <laughs> enough. <laughs> Which is true. Nice. That's a really great. That's so a like, really great advice. Because if you pause it and it's just like an, <laughs> it, it looks like the thumbnail, yeah. then I'm like, all right, you're not you're not moving enough. Like I don't see mm. enough expression. And so I will literally show them. Like they'll do the first take and they'll be like, "Welcome back to another exciting episode of Parish Talk you with just Karen." Slap them in the face, and then I'll literally I'll be like, "All right, let's let's watch that real quick," and they'll come over, and I'll I'll pause it a couple times, and they'll be like, 
That looks the same. That looks the same. Yeah. Okay. We're going to try that again. Yeah. And I'm going to pause it every few seconds. And if, if you don't look hilarious, like if we're not laughing at your stupid face, yeah. it's not enough. <laughs> we're not trying hard enough. Yeah. You laugh at your stupid yeah. face. And then the third option is like, okay, we're going to do it again, but this time I'm going to tickle you the entire time. Yeah. You're doing your script. Yeah. All right. So this is my Ready, friend Edmund. Go. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to be on the table. He's, he's going to be standing just, out of frame, just barely. Just really touching just your barely. lower ribs. Just, just kind of tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> just like, or you show up with like a 10 foot like feather. <laughs> that's how the Slowly best. Slowly comes on the screen. <laughs> that's how the best videos are made. With feathers. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that. You know, that's how Allie and I have been making our Instagram mm-hmm. influencer just yeah. a full circle right back <laughs> just to the- <laughs> So our influencing game. So no. <laughs> we were really hoping that you would talk more about, about what? that. Yeah. About your influencer. You guys are in a really cute Instagram yeah. stories back and forth. You got all this inside joke going <laughs> and then and it's been great. It's been wonderful. It's almost <laughs> over, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 No, I'm gonna carry it until it's Sure it's going to be like a year from now where you're like, Allie, seriously, we, we get it. <laughs> it's It was a good bit. It was really good. <laughs> Did you go know away. what, like, er, a couple people have said, like, are you ripping off that one video? Uh, do you have using this video? Mm-mm. Okay, because I definitely am ripping it off. Well, oh, this is like a joke. Video? Like, I've seen something similar on TikTok where it's like. The cookie one? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, I can't even say it on air, but I've Can seen. Can I say it? I don't know. What videos are you watching? I've now? seen something kind of similar to what you did, which is like. You just got to resist this thing, and then it shows with your hand that you actually did oh, the thing. Oh, I didn't. I thought you were a I think Anyways. It, I think it is the same one. Is it the woman in the grocery store? I don't know. I, it's been a lot doing? of different TikTokers. Of okay, I'm just going to say it. And if, if we have to – if Kyle has to bleep it, is it? Sorry? I don't know. I, I don't know what you're okay. talking about. So basically <laughs> it's a <laughs> – it was this lady in a grocery store parking lot. Have you seen this? It's this lady in the grocery store parking lot, and – She's like filming the Kroger, and the reason I watched it is because it literally looked like our neighborhood Kroger. And she's like, "Guys, like I have to tell you, like something crazy just happened. Like I was walking out of the Kroger, and there was this guy. Is the same one? I don't know. Oh, this guy was there, and he was like, "Hey, lady, come here." And and he walked. She walked up to him and was like, "Hey, if you if you show me part of yourself, I'll give you a cookie." And she was like, "Oh my gosh, you're disgusting!" She walked out and called the cops. She was like, "Yeah, he ran like right over there, and she's got the cookie." She's in her yeah, hand. Oh, I've seen, I've yeah. seen similar, yeah. similar jokes. everywhere on TikTok. There's similar jokes, like, like with yeah. a bottle of wine Same or yeah, yeah okay. right. And uh, yeah, oh, I did not equate that with that. So. Well, I you're rich. Julie was like, "Are you are you stealing from that lady?" I was like, "Yes, that's yeah. Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's I just how that works. That. Structure, yeah." Right. And, and we're we're promoting healthy lifestyle here. We're well, really out yeah. to make a change. Well, and you're, yeah. you're evangelizing yeah. that structure. Yeah. You're you're <laughs> basically taking it and and putting a, a thin Christian veneer over it. Thin, yeah, very thin. Yeah, yeah. making it hyper local, which is what we were just. It's saying. hyper. It's, that's hyper for, it's definitely and it's hyper. Local. Yeah, <laughs> it is I definitely hyper. Guys, I definitely think I've overcome Corona. I think I probably. I, I think. What do you think the chances I love just are? Just the silence after you say that. <laughs> what do you guys think? Like, where are you going? <laughs> what do you guys think the chances are that you got Corona and owned it? Because I'm pretty sure. Like I, don't I just think I got it ever. I think if I if I if I do get it, I think Corona is going to be scared of you. No, I think yeah, Corona is going to regret entering my body. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Mm. Yeah. I think when Corona forcibly enters my body. I think it's going to regret it, and it's not going to be able to get out. Like, whoa, how do I? Yeah. I don't know. And I think my body ah. is going to shut off all the entryways. They're just going to – all the entryways just, are going to – like all my entryways to my body that Corona do – okay. I don't know all the – I don't know how Corona gets into your body, but all of those entryways, through like any of those that. gates, like all of those gates of Jerusalem, all 17 of them, 
they are going to lock down. Like, they will be open and they will welcome the COVID in. Like a Trojan horse. But oh, like yeah. Opposite. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we will welcome the uh-huh. Trojan horse of COVID in. But it's like opposite. Yeah. Because then, then, and then, yeah. And all of my holes will just. <laughs> and it will just. It will lock down, like, the heavy iron gates will just slam down, and COVID will be like, shit. I gotta get out. <laughs> I can't. And my body will, over the course of probably three and a half weeks, will slowly just just devour, just devour annihilate, tear apart, mm-hmm. just... Just oh. you are the antibody. Just scorched earth. <laughs> How are you planning on breathing if all of your holes are shut? No, I mean it's just to lock them out. Yeah, but it's just like, to lock them out. Two places you breathe are the well, main. Well, no, place I mean that... it's a smart passageway. I mean, like it will let air in and out, but uh, COVID it will like not. It's like when flies. It's when like you immigration. Have, when you have fl- Oh, okay. No, I mean there's certain have, people like, that can <laughs> come in and out. Like if you have a card, we'll let you in and out. But, but if you don't, we're you know, just what, you know when you have fly traps and you they wait. They can we go stop for in? a second? You know when you have fly traps? Yeah, fly trap. You ever made a fly trap? I know trap? when I have fly with, trap with apple cider I'm like, vinegar. I just bought this fly trap. Now I own it. Yeah, I know. Sorry, okay. for some reason I was thinking of Venus fly traps. Like I was oh, imagining no. plants. Like you know when you have the Venus fly trap? <laughs> no, no like, I would have said I don't Venus often fly trap. Have no. A Venus fly trap. No, no, just a regular fly trap. Okay. Where <laughs> where have you ever used apple cider vinegar? We Actually, are currently. Yes, yes I have. Yes, done this. Yeah. and so the flies, flies can get in, but then they can't get out because yeah. they don't know how to get out. Same with yeah. the corona. Yep, it's like the Hotel California. You can check in, but yeah, you will that's never leave. A song. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, one time, we bought a fly trap that I put in my backyard, and then I forgot about it for a while. Actually, I forgot about it for three months. Ooh. Wow! Both of your heads snapped. There were like hundred of flies. Well, so of flies here's now. what happened. Uh, I forgot about the fly trap. It was mm-hmm. in our backyard for a really long time, and then we started getting flies in our house, mm-hmm. like lots of flies in our house, yeah. like to the point. And this is how great my relationship with my wife is. I said. There's a lot of flies in my house. And my wife said, yep. And then the next day I was like, there's like way more flies in our house. Like I keep killing lots of flies. And she's like, it's a thing. Flies in our house. It's going to be a thing. Okay. It got to the point where whenever there was sun like coming through a window onto the floor, there'd be 10 to 15 flies. And so I was like, what is going on? I'm killing flies, killing flies. I mean, it's like. The killing oh. fields. I mean, I went to just murdering. Oh, I went to war on yeah. these flies. Wow. It's like Jericho in your house. Yeah, yeah. So I was just mowing them down. I mean, I had a, like a rail gun. I was just like a rail gun mowing wow. down. Yeah, mowing down okay. flies. All right. And I like, I was like, there's something's going on. Like this is not normal. Either a demon. my wife has been reading satanic books that is probably yeah. or she's been doing yoga. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Same thing. Or Harry Potter. Yeah. Or she's read Harry Potter. So I was like, something's going on. Then I remembered the flytrap thing and it was about Mm -hmm. this big of a flytrap. It was like a, you bought at Home Depot. It was like this big of a Mm flytrap and it had like the, the entryway and then like the hotel area and then the basement (laughs) filled with water. And okay. So when I, when I remembered it, I went out to find it Yeah, and about this much of water was completely filled with corpses of flies yeah i mean yeah it looked like dante's inferno (laughs) like one of the levels of hell one of the levels of hell where like i mean there was one fly with a scythe and like a (gasps) robe on in a little boat and he was traveling across the water but then all of the water was just dead fly corpses his brothers there were there were corpses or there were flies 
making baby flies. So there was like larvae that was no. coming. Out. Yeah. So it, then Did there it were die? no. So oh. well, a lot of them were dying. A lot of them were being born. It was crazy, man. What do you do? Did you just I move? I would burn it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so then what was, happening, was, was, like, hey, was, what was happening was this <laughs> cesspool of sin and destruction <laughs> yeah. was also – there Deborah. was like, like the death could not contain – like flies were just – it was a fly factory. Death I mean, it was could just, not hold them. They were just pouring out like the good because way. they were just being pushed out. They so, all toured before them. So even though it was outside, somehow they it's were all scary. getting into our house. Oh, gosh. So all of our windowsills were just full of – Five oh. to ten flies. Oh yeah. my gosh! It was crazy. That's yeah. Sc- What'd you do? It like how do you? So I took the so I took the fly trap. I think I put it in a in a garbage bag. Threw and it I think away. I t- I tied it off. I put it in a garbage. I put <laughs> neighbor's it, lawn. Yes. No, I <laughs> put it in. I put it in. Uh, it was heavy too. Flies. If you have like a million dead flies, they're really heavy. <gasps> so uh, I put it in, and the liquid the, like that attracts them was red. Mm. So it was <gasps> red, like like. Oh my. You oh, should have. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, it no, was like the have. worst Kool Aid commercial That's ever. That's disgusting. Yeah. Does it this look like, good to you? Kool Aid like, from hell. Kool-Aid. Oh no. <laughs> and so, so I like tied it off in a garbage bag. I think I put it in a garbage can. I might have filled it with bleach and lit it on fire or something. Yeah, probably. And just like it was, that was disgusting. That yeah. is. That was only the second most disgusting thing that happened in that house. Notice on no one is asking. <laughs> like none of us like, are like, tell us the first. Baby being born. Today's podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Catching Foxes. <laughs> where you can say whatever you want. Catching Foxes is a podcast where two white guys with beards talk about soccer. <laughs> Both great dudes. Oh. No, the other Stay thing up. that happened was um Danielle was out of town for a few days. Oh, he's and, just going on and his own. I, <laughs> yeah, and I um I was not at the house enough. I was not at the house a lot because I was going into work. Mm -hmm. And so for, I don't know, four or five days, I had thrown some garbage. I had thrown some like steak or meat in the trash. And it was around the time of the fly situation. Oh, no. So, okay. So imagine this. I'm in home. I'm I'm at the home alone. Oh, my gosh. The garbage can is sitting in the middle of the kitchen, like Mm -hmm. in the kitchen area. And it's all laminate floors. Yeah. And I hear the sound. No. Just a of silence. No. Well, at first I heard sound the sound of silence. of silence. But this was like fourth or fifth day. I'm like I just come home, go to bed, like mm-hmm. you know whatever. Like I wasn't even going to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I was eating at Chick I was surviving on Chick-fil-A and Chipotle mm-hmm. at this point. The Lord's food. Yeah. So one night or no no no, one morning I wake up in the morning. I'm so invested to this. So I wake up and I'm hearing just like. <laughs> what are you hearing? Like, who do you, like, what possible I'm not. A, I'm not even hearing? convinced that this is a real story No, it's yet. very real. My wife will, okay. I'm hearing footsteps. Okay. But very, very, very tiny footsteps. Like if, if something is very, very, very tiny making little footsteps. Like a fly maybe. I'm also hearing. That kind of like stuff. Like, so I'm hearing like, <laughs> I'm hearing like little like, I'm hearing like little like, <laughs> and then but I'm also hearing like drop like drops, kind of like kind of like this, but not that loud. Okay, so it's like little drops. So I'm like, what's going on? So the back of the house is where the little kitchen is. So I turn the corner and look down the aisle of like the kitchen, and 
we had like a little trash can bin and it was filled with, and the whole kitchen floor filled with a million maggots. And so the trash can had so overflowed and filled with maggots that they were falling out of the trash can and landing. That is not real. And just like inching and inching, inching. And so they had spread. They just spread every, and I just, I had no clue. I was just like, oh, there's just a little bit of trash in there. And then crying. after four or five days, like I just, I just didn't think anything of it. And and because it was around the time of the fly thing, oh there was gosh. a lot of flies laying like maggots mm-hmm. and stuff in there. So oh it was it spread. <gasps> every, like I've been in that house. Millions, <laughs> mil- like I walked on that floor. So many. <laughs> The worst part about it was cleaning up. I didn't even know. Like, what do, what do you, I do? What do you well, so do? So the first stupid reaction was like, I went and found whatever Bleach. poison I had. Yeah. Like roach, 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 yep, roach, <laughs> like roach poison. Yeah. Cause I'm like, Light ah! on fire. And so yeah. I just like start spraying. And then I realize this is now like a field of poison and dead maggots. <laughs> like we're still in like the killing field situation. So literally it's just, did it kill them? I mean, kind of. I mean, they're still kind of moving, but it's just like, it's just this huge puddle of oh my gosh. roach poison and little tiny maggots. maggots. And there's still maggots coming out of the trash can. Oh. So I'm like, how do I walk to get to the trash can? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I? So then Danielle I, to come home. So then I, I'm like, getting, I'm like getting a mop and I'm getting a mop and trying to scoop them up. Oh, oh it yeah. Was, it was, it was li- oh. like. Oh, I'm feeling itchy now. It was awful. It probably took me close to 10 hours to take care of the whole thing. No. Oh, yeah. Just to like, to be mopping them together. They're finding them and stuff, like putting them, like. Oh. Especially if like, they're ever just, tiny oh, and they can get maggots crevices. tiny. Yeah. It was. I would have called Austin and be like, hey, man, we got a sale for you. It's an as is. As is and no one listed inside. Listed 100 <laughs> yeah. under asking, yeah. under market. And it you're was. Out. <laughs> And I they was like, the furniture. I'll send you pictures. I'm going to need you to edit some stuff. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I literally, like, <laughs> I, I came around the corner that's and I was disgusting. like, this proves it. I am a garbage person. You are. Like, that's exactly what <laughs> no, I thought. You're not a garbage person. You just live in a garbage. Allie, Allie, Allie. Lying is a sin. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. I thought, <laughs> I don't want this to be my super. <laughs> like, what I really thought was like, I don't want this to be my superhero mascot. <laughs> I don't want to be called maggot man for the rest of my life. I don't want this for my life. I was afraid. And like, it was like, you know, I just was in a weird emotional space. I'm like, they're going to devour me. And, yeah, and like, Daniel's you, just going to oh. find me. Cause I don't know anything about maggots. So I when didn't you know. went to sleep that night, did you like have dreams or something that they would like crawl? Oh yeah. Or yeah. Oh, what did, did you call Danielle immediately? Oh yeah. Immediately. I was like, <sighs> I did a very bad thing. And she was like, is it the thing you said you'd never do? And I, I was like, like, no, it's not that. <laughs> It seems worse than yeah. that. <laughs> and she was like, dear Lord, what is it? And I was like, and I like showed her pictures and stuff. She was like, well, good luck with that. Oh my that God. sounds exactly like her. I can't remember. Maybe, maybe somewhere. We're gonna need to see it was really this. awful. Oh, that, was, that was one of the lowest okay, moments of my see. life. Yeah, that's hard. That was that's really rough. rough. Oh, that was rough. Really rough. That's rough. So, well, all right. Well, thanks. Let's all go. right, Megan boy. <laughs> let's go to current events, Kyle. <laughs> This was a good one. What do we got in current events? Okay, so Bonaventure's Book Club. Shout out to Patrick. How do you pronounce his last name? Crap. I'm a really bad friend. Also, Kyle. Also, Kyle. It's not to the top. You guys speaking to the side. Patrick, crap. There you go. That's really unfortunate. Patrick Nev. Patrick Nev. I hope I said it right. I'm a bad friend. This is called 
Bonaventure's Book Club, an annual subscription, this is on Kickstarter, of beautifully designed thematic books of classical theology under 40 pages. So I'm not really sure if this is summaries of these classes. It says under mm-hmm. 40 pages. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. just making really the font, font really, really tiny. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually just the entire um, catechism. I, I tried to back. <laughs> yeah, surprise! I tried to back this today, but then my Kickstarter like kicked me out. I oh, want to back weird. this because oh. I think this is amazing. Yeah, you guys need to go look this up. These that is little, cool. these little books, and so basically the idea is like you could fit them in your back pocket. They're these little like notebooks. They're really beautifully designed. Uh, do we want to watch some of the? Vi- Let's watch some of the video. I, I don't know that we want to watch all of it. Well, it's a minute. It's one minute. It's one minute. God gave us a mind so we can know him. (laughs) So much stands in our way. We want to spend more time reading and learning about God, but our lives are full of busyness and distraction and noise. We look for escape in our phones, but they just give us more distraction and more noise. Now, phones aren't evil. They're just portable. If the great theologians of the church were as portable as your phone, you would be reading and not scrolling. But now, they are. Bonaventure's Book Club puts the great books of the church BBC. in your back pocket. And here's how it works. Bonaventure's Book Club curates the theological works that shaped our church. We make them easy to read and easy to fit in your purse or pocket. Whoever did the animations on this You make a one-time really payment yeah, and receive a year's worth of our collection. So next time you're waiting in line, sitting in a coffee shop, or at a bus stop, don't just sit and scroll. Take the time to unplug and open up the treasury of the church. So there's still little books. It's not like you get it on That's your cool. phone. That's and cool. here's what I'm really excited about is having these little books. If if they're – I mean, granted, they're probably going to be – I'm looking at them right m- now. They're not going to be cheap, but I'm imagining getting multiple copies, taking them with me, and like marking them up and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You know, like writing mm-hmm. in them and circling – and um, it reminds me of scout books. Scout books are like little mm-hmm. custom notebooks that you can make. Um, it seems kind of like a similar size. So – Anyways, I thought this was awesome. Can you go to like – what's the team? The team – because whoever the graphic designer is, we got to shout out him. Yeah, I did great. Might be um, Matt. So the – This guy did the Catholic ben West card is the designer. If you go to their main page, it will show who's on the team. Uh, but Patrick Nev of Twitter fame. Oh, yeah. Scroll down. Community? Oh. Uh, no, keep scrolling. Oh, gosh. It looks so good. Look at those colors. Yeah, that's really cool. There's like series on grace. Oh yeah, look at on, that. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm oh, interested to so, see what Ben West. Oh, Ben West. Like, what is it in it? Like you said, is it just the actual scripts from them? Is it like yeah? Do they just commentary? Cut it, they cut it down is to it, forty pages. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So Matt Martinusen, publisher and fulfiller. Ben West, designer and creative. Patrick Nev, curator and podcaster. Uh, I also think if you scroll down or something, they're gonna they're doing like podcast episodes about this. Like there's a mm-hmm. Bonaventure Book Club podcast or something that they're doing. So this is great. So what's the link here? Kickstarter.com slash. Uh, oh, okay. All Martin Newson right. slash. I would just Bonaventure. go link in oh, our bio. Sorry. There's slash a link in our bio. Slash, yeah. Link in bio. <laughs> Early Christian martyrdoms collected yeah. works. Or just wow. go to Kickstarter and type Bonaventure's Book Club. Yeah. Or yeah, just, just type search Bonaventure. You can Google, this probably Bonaventure's Google Book Club. Bonaventure's yeah. Book Club. So this is yeah. really beautiful. I, w- I really want people to support this. I want to support this. So. That's awesome. And one annual subscription is only $60. And you'll get all of worshipments. All of you'll get all those books. That's good, yeah. yeah I think for it's, 60 bucks. I think it's three books a quarter or yeah. something. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, and also what I'm excited about, because they've already raised – how much money have they raised? They've already raised four grand of thirty-five grand. 
I'm interested, you know, some of these projects, like, um, there was a Bible project that raised a ton of money and because they raised all the money, they were able to do more with the project. They were able to pivot, provide other products right. and other yeah. versions of it and stuff. So I really hope people support this. It, it hits a lot of, um, it is all or nothing. So if it doesn't get funded, it's not going to happen. Oh shoot. Yeah. Guys. We need oh man. Guys. And they only have, they have like three weeks. 29 days. Today ago. was the first day. Guys, go support this. Uh, all right. What else we got? If you were to start a Kickstarter, what would you kickstart? Goats. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I could kickstart you? a goat. Yeah. You yeah. Do, you do yeah. kickstart too? my moped. You, oh. Or a lawnmower. All right. What do we got, like Kyle? To buy a new lawnmower? Barcelona Opera reopens with an audience of plants. Okay. So yeah. Barcelona practicing social distancing, and then they filled their- A room full of marijuana. No. <laughs> These are- f- are you Ficuses sure? Ficuses and ferns. Ficuses just and ferns. Ficuses Two thousand two hundred ninety-two <laughs> seats with plants for a performance by huh. some quartet. I don't understand what like the. I mean, it's kind of it's cool. It, it would looks be, visually beautiful. It'd be just as cool if it was like, I mean, if they just filled each chair with a bag full of M and M's, it'd be just as, <laughs> like. But that in some ways would be cool. I think they need to try that. Yeah, there's only like see. four people playing music. Like yeah. that's a lot it's of plants for four creepy. people. Like five hundred yeah. per person. How yeah. many plants does one person need? Five hundred well, can't be that. Many. How did they? Did they film this? Like, did they film the concert or like it's just no, live it's stream? Just them and the we just did it. The live stream. It. Oh, live stream. They oh. live streamed it. And all the Kinda plants weird. go to nurses at the end. They Imagine, what? They, so they give at the end of it. They give all two thousand plants to nurses and healthcare professionals. What are nurses going to do with a plant? Wow, it's a it's, it's it. a quartet plant. This is not just any plant, plant though. This it's plant it's been played at. Just that, yeah. By this <laughs> the Uch Uchelli quartet. Uchelli. Okay. All right. Uchelli. Yeah. Is that a Joe Next. Biden ad? Oh, here we go. Oh boy, oh, is this a legit Biden okay. ad? I guess we're doing. <laughs> is this legit? Like, uh, let's watch it. More. It looks mm-hmm. like it. I remember when this That's happened when they were jogging. Is this an old ad? Or is this a real thing? Like, right Are they showing how much healthier than Trump? Oh, oh yeah. On. Walking down the stairs. <laughs> oh, walking down the ramp. Is that music run? change. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my gosh, guys, I, I have to vote for Biden. Oh, Same time next week? Same time next week. Alright. Oh, weird. I mean, here's the thing. Physically, Biden can run more, but cognitively, the mm. equivalent would be for Biden rolling down a ramp. We're filling up this computer with beans. <laughs> like rolling down a ramp would be Biden's like cognitive equivalent. I would So what are we going here? Slowly. Like, what are we, yeah. <laughs> how much how much money would you guys pay to see Trump and Biden fight? Oh, like a lot. physically fight? Uh, I would empty Johnny? my savings account. Oh my. All the money. Oh, all man. I'd pay all the money. I'd just be that's sad. Do you think the one Allie, just you're no, too being grown just men. a guy for Who a do you bet in? Okay, hold on. Is Biden is Biden going to know yeah. he's in a fight? Yeah. Yeah. Biden won't know he's in the fight. So Biden you could you could punch the Biden doesn't know where he is. Yeah. He's just like something is happening right now. I don't really know how to react. Oh yeah. 
you could you could smack the First Amendment out of him, and he wouldn't even know. Would not be yeah. hard. Second, Second, Second Amendment's already gone. Be like, Don't worry like, about that one. It'd be like Batman and Joker, you know, in that first when he's like just beating the crap out of him and he's laughing. Yeah, Biden's gonna be like, this, this is fun. this is fun. This yeah. is we should do this more. Uh, yeah. Do you think I heard someone say that maybe we should go to a model where you send a president from each country? Like in the future, world wars will be fought where you send your president oh, no. to like a ship just kind of floating on the water, and then they just fight to the death. And then whoever wins, Putin. you're the winner. You're just like, Putin is kicking everyone, right, well, but world leader really wise, you think presidents. pretty boy Trudeau's going to pull up to Vladimir Putin? No chance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Putin, Putin would definitely, yeah. Yeah, he would probably yeah. win. He'd probably win. Man. All right, what else we got? We got a new directory of catechesis release. Oh, okay. So I'm really excited about this. Uh, I definitely threw this in here. There's a directory for catechesis, uh, updated directory of catechesis. So we have the, um, the, oh man, what, how did it go? The, there was the general directory of catechesis, I think. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, The yeah, very first one was the general catechetical directory. And then the next one was the general directory for catechesis. Mm-hmm. And then this is a, kind of an updated. Huh. So I'm really excited about this. Specifically, and in the forming intentional disciples form, we were talking. They were talking a little. I was joking a little bit about uh, everyone having a hard time that evangelization and catechesis are like connected, mm-hmm. because the document talks a lot about how this directory on catechesis will highlight the importance of evangelization. Mm. Um, anyways, I'm kind of a Major nerd for this stuff. Principles of action. Yeah. So I immediately. So a directory normally gets a little bit more into like method. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like an encyclical on catechesis is going to talk a lot more about theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but a uh, direct uh, directory like this is interesting because it's going to co- talk more about. Um, wow, that's going to be yeah. Yeah, I mean, in as much as like a Vatican document can talk about method to the entire globe mm-hmm. of diocese, but um, right. this will probably be really good. So I already ordered two of them. So I just want to <laughs> tell you guys about this. Oh, yeah. That's really exciting, Evan. So all right, what else we got? Can't wait to hear more about that one. That's really cool. Oh, this is amazing. Did we show did I show you guys this? Two minute video. Johnny, you would love this as a drummer. Wait. Oh my gosh. We let's watch this. I think in this kind of I think climate, we watched it, but we, not, we did watch it. It's not on a podcast. I think it's good for good Christians to know about this. Yes. The wrong um, beats. Oh, yeah, for yeah, instance, yeah. I want to give our viewers a an example of what I'm talking about. If we are listening to a song, and I'm gonna use a simple song like Jesus Loves Me, and I'm just gonna say, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. The emphasis is on the one beat, okay? It's more of a march. Right? Now we can also move march the accent. We can duplicate that and put it on the one and on the three. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me. This I know. Kind of like a child would sing it. It's innocent. It's on guy. the one and three. All guy. we have to do is shift Tell the accent more. to the two. Or to the two and the four, or just the three. Sounds kind of confusing, but it would be like this. Jesus. Wait for the moment this guy talks for the first time. (laughs) It is so worth it. Okay, keep going, keep going. Loves me, this I know. Oh, for the Bible tells me so. Oh, two wants to him be not. All of a sudden, you have what what we would call like a rap or a hip-hop feel. It's the same word, same type feeling of the, uh, the, excuse me, the same type of melody or whatever, but all we've done is move the accent. The moment we move the accent from the one or three, it becomes a syncopated beat. Syncopation by all occult experts around the world agree. Syncopation is the source of occult power in pagan worship services. 
Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, this is prof- <laughs> Can we back up? Can we back up and get the really a minute and a half in? Can we get the... Can we soundbite this? Can we clip? Yes. Really? Yeah, I'm running it full screen. This is a yeah, is- yeah. Also, why is Matt Frad's younger brother <laughs> so into this, like... I, if you didn't Christian know what this fundamentalism video was, is. you would not think like that was a really hard. Wait, wait, let's turn. keep. Yeah, but, but right. for some didn't reason, see that first time I saw it, we yeah. need to pray for Matt Frad's younger brother. Yeah, what's the so name? Christian fundamentalism. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, back up a little bit. Back up. So I want to get his really. Can we back up, like really? back up back a little more? There we go. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Really, cult power in pagan worship services. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> so so good. this. He's kind of disinterested too. Really? It's clear. Profound to the Christian. Now we're in a in our homes, we're in our cars listening to Christian music that has all these beats and syncopated things in it, and we're going, Oh, this is great, this is wonderful. What it actually does, just like it does to to ancient voodoo worshippers and modern day voodoo worshippers in their religious services is it short circuits the frontal moral lobe it gets them to a place to where they can become possessed it's called the place of the crossroads between the physical and the spiritual and now in the church we have this thing going on and we call it the moving of the Holy Spirit we go and and we go I rest my kids it's the lean back there after just dropping the truth you just dropped him. I don't get why you guys are laughing. I don't. I thought okay. that was solid teaching. Okay, oh, what does it say? Right. Beware of syncopation because it leads to Christians being possessed. Johnny, as a musician, Shout what do you to say to that? Father no, Stephen, who was that? Father Stephen. That. Um, That's right. Brazel. And, and where Father did you Stephen learn Brazel, that? Brazel, but uh, Northwest, North Worst Seminary Twitter I think handle. It was just a University of Dallas. They t- they they taught, taught me that. You want yeah. an honor that syncopation leads UD to possession. UD. Pretty sure that guy's a UD professor. Well, Dr. Dr. Stephen Frad, Dr. Chad Frad, Chad Frad, Chaz Frad, man, Chaz Frad. Yeah. Oh, wow. for events. Wow. Is that's all we got for current events? Oh, Thanks, yeah, guys. That was a, a whirlwind. So, how long has this episode been, Kyle? Uh, just over an hour, hour and one perfect. minute. This is perfect. So, oh, that felt any last good. words you guys have before you never come on again? Thanks oh. for the, you know, those of you who for remained for the last 50 minutes who. Yeah. Ten minutes. Really, they were just like, here to, for us to, to talk about our Instagram yeah. influencing, and then they. Allie so and I do plan here. to continue to encourage you. Uh, once all of us are perfectly healthy, that's when we'll stop. Yeah, so we got our jobs to do. It'll it'll be soon. Since you're listening to the end, it means you probably care about this studio, this podcast, <laughs> us. Maybe who's the at guy? At least two of the three visited? people sitting here. What? Yeah, I'm throwing on it. Who's the guy that visited? Benji? Benny? <laughs> Benji. No, Benji. Bennett. 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 <laughs> Benny. Benny. He goes by Benny. Benny. Um, it's like number one fan. I'm not trying to make this like a sympathy thing, but just to let people know, we had two not major but not minor leaks. Yeah. It's going to be fine. We're fine. But I think what we've all learned mm-hmm. is that patreon.com slash the show <laughs> is the best way, best way to support to this. make sure... That the devil doesn't rain water down. We don't want any devil rain water. Yeah. Mm-mm. So that's really good. Johnny, any last words? Uh, I'm just going to toss the ball to Allie. Allie, any last words? Yep. I'm 
Nope. You guys can leave us a voicemail at 817-527-1423. Next time we um, Yeah, next time hopefully we'll have some voicemails. Stay safe out there. Don't spit in anyone's mouth and don't, don't let anyone spit in yours. Clean up your maggots, people. Thanks, guys. It's been a great show. <laughs> Gross. Woo!